What episode is this? 44? Four, ooh. What is it? I think it is. Four, hold on. I'm checking. Me too. This would be a great thing to not edit. Like us trying to figure out what episode yeah. we're doing. All right. 45. 45. It's actually right, gotten to go. that point. Michael Jordan's. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. And what's it gonna do? It doesn't matter how you're doing. Woo! Wheel and dealing. Limousine right. Jet flag. Can you dig it, dig it, sucker? Would you please shut the hell up? You don't know what hard times are, daddy. The queen will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What am I doing, Rumble? What up, what up? Welcome to episode 45 of Keep the Kayfabe. I'm Mike, sitting here with my boys, ready to talk some wrestling. We had some much-needed R&R, taking a little summer break. Thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, Happy to be back with the boys, ready to continue our two-part series of greatest tag teams of all time. We left you with a cliffhanger last episode, but we're coming back strong and doing the best tag teams from 2000 and beyond but let's get acclimate him really quick before we get down to business over in glendale somebody who keeps it regal steve grobschmidt how are you grabby from montreal to memphis parlez-vous francais tell all the girls <laughs> the rougeau's on their way yeah <laughs> very nice. appropriate since the stanley cup finals started tonight and one of the original six teams that is participating <laughs> in the stanley cup finals is the montreal canadians thank you steve for that I'm rooting for the Bolts, but that's just me in Tampa, which is oh, a wrestling wow. mecca. I mean, there's tons of wrestlers that live down in Tampa. So, you know, got to stay I'm, true. I'm also rooting for the Lightning, but please, um, uh, Jacques Rougeau and Raymond Rougeau, if you're listening, don't take hold that against me. No, I'm, I'm sure they won't hold it against you, Steve. In fact, I'm really surprised. That's I think that's the first time you've quoted the Rougeau brothers for your intro. And we were all the way to episode 45, which is impressive. Mike, you mentioned Tampa being the mecca of pro wrestling, and you just had the opportunity to visit that area this past week, right? Oh, most definitely, man. It was awesome. Yeah, that's the reason we took off last week. Um, I went down to Tampa with my wife, and we visited her parents' house. They have a lovely beach home. I fully plan on visiting there as much as possible, but I'm going to bring my computer along next time. I just didn't know what to expect because I don't even think they had Wi-Fi down there, but we didn't need it because it was super relaxing. Got to see a Tampa Bay lightning game when they were facing the Islanders game five, uh, as mentioned before, I'm a huge hockey fan. So that was uh, something special to witness. So yeah, thanks, Matt. Thanks for teeing that up. Very happy to be back, though. So, yeah, Matt, let's introduce him. Freshly squeezed Matt Michelson. How are you, Matt? Bow. Wax fly. X-Pac. Damn. Uh, <laughs> One we there, have not had on the show. There, uh, there it was. There it was. Remember. Yeah, and actually, um, for those of you X-Pac fans out there, Chris Van Vliet recently interviewed X-Pac on his podcast. Um, went well over an hour. It's pretty interesting. So definitely check it out after you listen to our podcast, of course. X-Pac's always a good listen. Um, it's gotten like to a point in life he's pretty insightful. Yeah, I used to listen to his podcast once in a while. Well, I just watched the China documentary on Oh, Bible. I got to watch that, yeah. Yeah, and uh, they do interview X-Pac on that. Um, I figured they would. Yeah, 
and it is uh, pretty revealing in more ways than huh. not, I guess. So if you've seen the sex tape. <laughs> but let's stay down in Bayview. Of course, I've never seen the sex tape. I've seen the parts that I wanted to see. Yeah. <laughs> All of them. Well. Very well. And I do want to see more of this guy. Oh, my God, it's Charlie <laughs> Michael. He's back, baby. Oh, what a rush. Very nice. Tag teams. Kicking it back to the 90s or 80s. Yeah, we did spend a little time with the Road Warriors on last. I figured uh, you guys did, yeah. Last episode. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Charlie. It's good to have you back. You were back from your underwear modeling uh, gig. Oh, I'm back. Let's go to make some money. Yep. Got to pay the bills, man. Turned a couple tricks. (laughs) Got to give the people what they want. Made all that cash, and now you're back here doing this podcast for no money with the rest of us. Yep. Not even for a ball trimmer. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let's not rule it out. I mean, we might get offers from other ball trimmers, just not the automated one. Manscaping. There's lots of companies out there. Mm -hmm. It's true. Manscaping if you're out there. Summer's back. All right. And speaking of summer being back... There's been a lot of tag teams wrestling in the summer and uh, none better right now than I think the young bucks. I think we got to start there in the 2000 going forward. Um, I, I, there, I mean, my list is short. I mean, this, I was really excited to sit down with you boys and talk about like the greatest tag teams uh, from 2000 and beyond now, because I don't have a whole lot. There's only a few that come to mind, and I'm really excited to hear what uh, you're thinking, but I think we all can agree that the Young Bucks are top tier in 2000 and beyond. What do you guys say? Without question. They, I mean, now, you mean now, yeah. I mean, yeah, the last, now, last but 10 it years even. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it depends on when you started, when you ended. If you go to 2000s, well, the Charlie, best. Well, Charlie, the best, you start. The best time. What's that? Charlie, you start. You're the one who got me into the Young Bucks, told me to pay attention. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're going from like 15 to like now, oh, yeah, I'd go with Young Bucks. The Briscoes and Ring of Honor were are awesome. Uh, Red Dragon, which was Cal O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Um, if you're going back like 2000s, I think, if you start, I don't know where I missed. So I would, if you're just going to 2000 to present, the Dudley. Dudley boys, no one, mm-hmm. no one compares to those guys in my opinion. How many championships have they won? Ah, uh, shit, I don't know. I should Google it. I want to say it's about ten because I. Oh, no, I think, I think it's no, it's way is... more than that. Yeah, because you got to count the Hardys in there, Edge oh, and Christian. Sure. Yeah, don't forget about they, uh, those. I think the Dudleys have won like almost thirty championships. Yeah, I think they held the belts. I probably everywhere except for Ring of Honor, almost. Yeah, especially um, if you look at it across promotions, yeah, it had to have been way more than ten. Yeah, yeah. And there's one that I the one there's one that I never saw because I didn't watch it at that time was um they were called the, the they were the kings of wrestling. It was um Cesaro when he was uh, Claudio and um Chris Hero. Oh wow! They were, yeah, they were. I guess they were really. Good. I never saw them, but I guess they were really good in Ring of Honor before they came okay. over to um uh, WWE. Speaking of Ring of Honor, and to get back to the Young Bucks a little bit, um, the but first yeah, time I you saw, are current, yeah, 
Smurfs. You currently have the boxer easily the best. Yeah. Yeah. The first time I ever saw them um, was actually at a live ring of honor show, which I wasn't familiar with the product at all. Um, I want to say it was around 2015 at Turner. But I was at that same show. Yeah. Cause I think I was probably at that same show. Cause I was like, I had heard, I think I had maybe heard of them, but I didn't know about them, but everybody was like marking out that the young bucks were there. So I was like, I don't know who these guys are. Then they come out, you know, they're kind of skinny and small. They got the tassels and shit. I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? You know, what goofy gimmick. And then all of a sudden they did their shit in the ring. I was like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. They then fucking the bell... killed it. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best matches I saw in person actually it was a ring of honor show down in Chicago it was a, it was the Bucks versus I, I think the Briscoes for a yeah. title, and that was fucking. They tore the house down, dude. Yeah. What venue was that? Do you remember? Uh, what's that? It's in Chicago Ridge. Um, they always did the shows in Chicago Ridge. Um, I can't. Let me look. I can't remember the name of the place now, but small it place. Was, it was it's small place. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so that would be the place to see those guys in their early career. That would have been amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, talking about the Bucks, you know, in this regard, you know, what was it, 2018, 2019, AEW yep. becomes a real thing. And I think for anybody who followed the Bucks uh, prior to that, which, you know, like I just mentioned, I saw them in Ring of Honor. And then I did get into New Japan for a while uh, oh, during yeah. the time when Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and the Elite were really at their peak. Um, oh, yeah. That were, yeah, that was good and shit. Man, they were just on fire in New Japan. So when AEW yep. spun up here in the U.S., oh shit. you know, I was already up to speed on who they were, how good they were. But I would love to be a casual fan seeing AEW for the first time and thinking, oh, the Young Bucks, who are these guys? Because, Charlie, I bet it's the same situation as what you oh, thought at that oh, yeah. show. You see the tassels. You see just kind of these scrawny guys come out like, yeah. oh, okay. The, um, but the super obnoxious characters they're playing right now, I yep. think that would all make you be like, oh. Oh. Yeah, I, their characters right now at the time we're recording this in AEW are just fantastic. The the hats, oh, the earrings. Dude, dude, his I caught part of his beard is all dark now. Yes. Fucking he's he neck is killing it, dude, because his beard's all dark. I don't know if you caught it like not last week or the week, like two weeks ago. You know, they were playing the heels, they were doing a three-way with um with the dude on their team. And there was a point where Nick was getting in the ring and he fucking totally trips on the, on the second rope. It was just a great fucking comedy spot. I was like, dude, these guys are killing it, dude. It was so funny. Cause it was like action was going and he was getting all pissed. Like he's going to jump in the ring and he, and he trips. It was so good, dude. <laughs> so fucking good, dude. I yeah. They're just, they're yeah. just MVPing it up. Oh, kill, killing it. Another one I forgot about too. I thought about now. Uh, God, girls of uh, what is it? Girls of Destiny. Uh, the dudes in um, you know, the bat, uh, Bullet Club. You know, Tamatanga and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. God's badass, dude. They were they were badass. Um, in, in um, New Japan, I wish they would come over here. Yeah, are they still wrestling? What's that? Are they still wrestling? Yeah. Oh yeah, I think oh, they're yeah. champs somewhere. Yeah, they? yeah, they're in New Japan. They'll probably, I, I don't know if there's real heat between them or the box, but I mean, if they ever cut a deal and they can come over here, they'll, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll tear some shit up with them. Um, and uh, AEW would be I good. I would love to see that. 
We've yeah. mentioned on past episodes how we need a Samoan presence on AEW because there's so many. Aren't Samoa? They're from Tonga. Tonga. Uh, yeah, Tonga. Excuse me. Yep. And um, um, strong style, I mean. Yeah, yeah, strong style. Yep. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that reminds me because I think they're related. Um, I think. Um, yeah, Tama Tonga is related to Ming Haku, and yeah, that, was, that was a team I didn't mention last week. That's not the one I, that I wanted to bring up, but uh, the Islanders, yeah. Haku and Tama, they were a fun yeah. team that was oh, in the yeah. mix with the British Bulldogs and the, and the Heart Foundation. But yeah, it's nice to see second generation Tom, uh, Tom, uh, Tom, I can't suddenly say his name. Tangaloa. <laughs> Tama Tonga. Tama Tonga. Yeah. Tama -tama. Oh, yeah, he's that dude's scary, dude. I remember the Ring of Honor show is that when they were doing uh Bullet Club over here, they like fucking brawled out into the crowd, and you know, they did the whole we're taking over the show shit. And I was just like, it was like, that's don't, don't fuck, you know, they brawled and they were up there selling their merch. And it's like, don't fuck with these guys, dude, because yeah, you don't know, you don't know if he's really a pissy on kick your ass or what. It was, it was, it was good, shit, dude, you know. Ring of Honor used to have some great shows down there, man. When Ring of Honor was hot, when, um, you know, they were doing Bullet Club here and Bullet Club over in Japan, mm -hmm. and they had – shit was just killer, dude. It was, it was fucking great, dude. I wouldn't miss those shows, man. Wow. Like, I went to, like, at least five shows down there, man. The solo. They feel like they, they feel a bit on life support now. Not, not, oh, like yeah. not like the company's going to go away, but they're, just, yeah. they're, they're definitely in a lull. Yeah, I tried getting back into it, but I just they they gotta get their maybe get when they get a crowd back going again or something. But it's yeah. yeah, they just lost too much, dude. Yeah, the Bullet Club, honestly, I think is the missing piece. Yeah, both New Japan that's, and that's Ring all. Honor. Yeah, granted, New Japan I think did a pretty okay job um, once Kenny Omega and Young Bucks left. Yeah, I think over time their booking has started to kind of fall Waver. short a little bit. Yeah. Um, but Ring of Honor is just completely lost. I feel like they're, they're, yeah, they're yeah, they're just guys. they're just there, dude. Yeah. So another two thousands one that um that really got popular too. That I don't know if you guys talked about them last time, but the Hardy Boys. Yeah, you know they're two thousands tag team. You know. Yeah. yeah, we did talk about them last time. Um, for yeah. our listeners who did, maybe didn't catch that episode, if you go back and listen to our last episode, uh, the TLC matches between the Hardys, the Dudleys, and Edge and Christian, we, I mean, what is there to say about it? It's some of the greatest matches of all time. Even if you're a newer wrestling fan and you're thinking, oh, these are kind of older matches that maybe for your generation, go back, check them out. They're still insane to this day. I don't well, think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they set the bar so high that, like, you know, I think we've all gotten used to seeing ladders and chairs matches and all that. But yep. th those ones that they did in the very beginning are still probably, if you watched them all, they'd still be among the top, if not the top. Oh, for sure. Easily. Yeah. Attitude Era Tag Team Wrestling just kind of, like, almost put – everything after it in a really tough spot because what did we get we got the new day we got the usos we got the bar from the wwe and just, just think, it translated to anything interesting like well, i think vince is just done with tag teams overall yeah, he's, just, yeah he's not into it it's yeah. a vehicle to put like singles guys together like i mean the you know say what you will the bar you just brought up like actually turned out to be a pretty decent tag team but it again it's, 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 it's 
It, what? Yeah, they over they they uh, out their team. coverage. <laughs> yeah, it's like they had their last pay per view, and there were no tag team matches. Yeah, titles on neither title. none, none. You know, it's like not even the women's. Wow, three tag three tag teams holding championships, and none of them are on TV. Are we Same, waiting? But I can't even talk. Can't, what, oh well, we can't even talk shit because I guess when you think about it too, NXT they had a they had their tag chance, but they were like in a, a goofy ass three way winner take all belt match, you know, with um, what's the big boy, big guy from Australia or where he's from? Oh, Bronson Reed. Yeah, Bronson Reed. Yeah, yeah. With my tag team, you guys think I like so much? Is this whole ma- uh, episode we'll building up to MSK being the best of the since 2000? Yeah, we'll save, we're saving the best for last. Okay, I spoiled and, it. Sorry, you know, another good tag team that was around then, too, that um, I watched a little bit, but I didn't watch big time was uh, Beer Money and DNA. <laughs> they were great, I'm on my list. Yep, oh, yeah, they, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm James Storm and Bobby, yeah, about them, yep. Yeah, Bobby Root and James Storm, James Storm. They, they were really good in, in TNA. I think they won the titles a bunch of times. Tons of times, yes. Sorry about your damn luck. Yeah. Because Bobby Root had been um, like sort of the blue blood kind of character, and then uh, James Storm was the beer-swilling cowboy, but yeah. they put the two together, and then they wound up being really really good for years. Yeah. And now you Beer's get Bobby Root and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, is Bobby Root still on? He, um, I don't, yeah, I think he's on really watch. They're on SmackDown, yeah. They have the titles, I think. No, yeah, they have, yeah, I am. They did, the title. yeah, they, they did at one point. I, I don't actually watch Raw or SmackDown anymore, but I do listen to reviews of it. Yeah, I think this, this past Friday there was a match between Dolph Ziggler and honestly, I can't even remember who off the top of my head now, but I know Bobby Roode was that. Oh, Roode maybe guy. I'm wrong. Yeah, does Ray, is Ray and his son have the titles on there then? I think they yeah, are actually. Yeah, I think you're right. I think What's do. that? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ray and Dominic are the SmackDown tag team champions. I almost forgot AJ Styles. That almost guy is uh, the, the Raw wow, tag still, team champs. Wow. Since WrestleMania. Do they even have listed that Akira Tozawa is a 24 7 champ? <laughs> <laughs> so fucking stupid, dude. That was almost the Charlie's corner. Yep. Almost. We're almost there. Um, Should I throw another team out there? Yeah, yeah. Throw it out there. How about, you know, you brought up beer money. Let's um, bring up two names we all should know well, but in the, I think, 2000s they started. But AJ um, Styles and uh, Daniels were a good tag team. AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels. I never They were a team for years. Oh, were they? I didn't even know that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they were really good. Um, obviously, we know Christopher Daniel. I mean, I'll just do a twin right here too. But I think Daniels and uh, Kazarian. I mean, they've been around going back to oh, yeah. TNA too. So I mean, it, yeah. it wasn't just the last year or so in AEW as SCU. Those guys have been oh, yeah. for years. Forever, and they're a really yeah. good team. Yeah. yeah, I actually wasn't even aware that AJ Styles and uh, um, Christopher Daniels. Daniels. Yes, thank you. I had a momentary lapse there. Um, yeah, I wasn't even aware those two were a tag team uh, until right before this podcast. I just happened to be Googling a little bit like what actually happened in the 2000s um, in general when it comes to wrestling at all. But yeah, that was one of those tag teams I totally missed. But being a fan now, 
you know, AJ Styles has got to be, in my opinion, at least one of the best guys on the WWE roster who can actually do it all. Um, he, yeah. It's crazy how well he fits in WWE, but still has really good matches and makes himself stand out from everybody. Um, and then you have Christopher Daniels, of course, who part of SCU in AEW with Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky. Just awesome. He was actually another guy I saw at a Ring of Honor show in 2015 i think the same show that the young bucks were at christopher daniels was also in and i think at the time he was wearing some sort of military gear he would come out yeah that thing he wears yeah yeah and it really caught me off guard i wasn't sure what to make of it he almost came off as a heel at the time um but yeah i would love to go back and watch some of the matches between aj's with aj styles and christopher daniels i I don't doubt they're good i bet they were great yeah yeah, I mean, you kind of have to put SCU in the conversation for great tag, tag teams of, uh, you know, if you watch, you know, the Bucks and them work so much together. If you go, if you watch some of, if you watch some of their matches with the Bucks, they're really good because they're they work so well together. You know, they've worked so many times together that they're really those are those are some really good matches. You know, I feel like SCU has made the Bucks what they are. And the Bucks made SCU what they are. They are like yeah. the complimentary tag teams. I mean, absolutely. We, we, we've seen SCU lead off shows before because they're just so dependable. I mean, they're yeah. like, you know, the car that just, you know, it can drive 300 miles and get you there all re- reliably. The Bucks, yeah. you know, you can put them on last because, you know, they're, they've, they're just so tried and true. I they're think, yeah. Tear have like just kind of made um you know you 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 hear about the 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 complimentary rivals like Brett the Hitman Hart, Shawn Michaels, none of those two could exist without the other. I think SEU Young Bucks couldn't, you know, exist without one another. So yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I think another team to throw in that same make that same statement with is uh Lucha Bros, Mexican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, they've had some just epic battles from day one of AEW and, and further back with the Young yeah. Bucks. And I think both those teams made each other better. It is kind of crazy observing wrestling now um, after, you know, just years and years of watching wrestling, even for you guys too. I mean, it, it is so cool to keep, you know, close tabs on this rivalry, uh, Young Bucks versus Lucha Bros. We, Charlie, Steve, myself, we saw him at All Out uh, in that ladder match where it was spot after spot. It was just like you couldn't cheer enough for what they were doing and like how they were putting their bodies on the line for our entertainment. And I mean, we see it now on Dynamite and it's just like it's never I don't see it stopping for the next five, ten years. So, yeah. Lucha Bros, Ray Phoenix, and uh, Penta, yeah, they are the best. I love, I love that crew. Oh yeah, they used to tear it up, dude. Mm-hmm. Most F. Charlie, earlier in the show, you brought up the Briscoe brothers. I, yeah. we saw them a little bit. I don't know a lot, but I remember you used to, you know, when we were on the coffee cart, you would talk about them, and I didn't really know a bunch about them. Can you tell me yeah. more about them? Oh, they're all standing. You know, they, they're ring of honors from the beginning of that's where they started their career. And they've been there probably 15, 20 years now. Mm. And they started yeah. as scrawny guys and 
they've held they've held the Ring of Honor title like at least ten plus times. They're just hard hitting. Take no take any chances. Crazy shit. Like you know, first Ring of Honor show they had it at Turner. You know, they moved the the ring was over more where over towards the balcony mm-hmm. and and uh, Jay Br- or Mark Briscoe crawled up to the to the to the to the to the uh, balcony and dove off on, to, to a guy through a table <laughs> off that balcony in Turner Hall. It was, it was fucking nuts, dude. It was like a seriously holy shit moment, dude. It was wow. crazy, dude. It was, wow. they're just, they're just solid guys. They're, they're probably one of the, one of my favorite tag teams. Um, besides the box, probably of the, of the, you know, the last 10 to 15 years, because they just killed it. It was like, I saw him, like I said, I saw him wrestling the box. And Chicago, and I wanted him to win that title. I was so into that match. I was jumping and marking out on every pinfall. Just I don't know why I just wanted him to win those titles back. It was it was so good. They, they didn't win them, but it was just such a good match. A good match, and I was just so into those guys. You know, just into their gimmick, into their shit. Jay's great. Mark's great. They're, plus, they're great characters. They have they're great characters as well as just top, good wrestlers and tough guys. But they just came up and I guess the reason they never they never got the NXT uh invite or not is I guess they have some shit in their background which makes no sense but yeah so they what kind of shit I like maybe criminal or some kind of shit nothing really bad I don't think but you know just like little shit you know Hmm. you know but it can't be any worse than some of the guys they have there now you know sure blatant racist they they just had on TV and what's his name Oh man, Jackson Riker. Well, yeah, Riker. You know, I, Charlie. You know, I think the fans and listeners of this podcast would love to know more about that and just hear about what's happening right now in the world of Monday Night Raw. So, without further ado, I, I actually don't have it on right now. I got to I'll pop it over. I have the basketball game. Well, I can um, I can uh, cue that up for you, Charlie, because Jackson Riker actually beat Elias tonight. So, oh, the racist, I saw the racist is like actually beating like wild. guys. Guys that should be like getting I saw, all the credit. I, I saw him doing something with the R Truth, but I don't know what it was. It was looked stupid. The yeah. fourth, the fourth yeah. bike is running wild right now. Yeah, you can, ahead, you can go ahead and give me a a, a Charlie's corner. I did see one other thing that I <laughs> that I saw that was that just like Let's Jesus. do it, tee it up. Go ahead. All right. Well, without further ado, we really need to hear more about this. So it is now time for. Charlie's Corner. Charlie, tell us more about what's going on in the world of Raw. They did have another can they get will they get along triple women's match. Charlotte wrestled with the tag team champs versus Rhea Ripley and the two blonde chicks they have going out, Mandy Rose mm. and mm. whatever Brad else. Brooke. So was that whole yeah, can they can they will can Charlotte get along again? That classic so stupid it's this is like the seventh time alone with charlotte that they've done that yeah it's just horrible dude it's just so lazy yeah i i i i don't see how people watch this and stay con- contacted with this just horrible it's horrible tv it's not entertaining from what i hear too they're going to take the because you know next monday's the, kind of the really the fourth so they're taping tonight's for next Monday before they go on the road. I can't wait till they go on the road and get booed. 
Yeah. I can't wait. And have you guys, I mean, I can't remember we talked about it now, but have you guys, every once in a while, I go on Ticketmaster and just look up WWE shows and just look how many seats there are, on, especially house shows. They're mm-hmm. selling nothing there, dude. They're not even, they're not, they're not even 20% full. Wow. They're, they're, that's why they're canning so many people because yeah. they're going to take some losses when they hit that road that they got to, that they got to yeah. cover up for, you know? Yeah. And with so all that being said, yeah, this is Ben, Charlie's Corner. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, the circus is coming to a halt. I mean, when you when you do the the lazy booking that you've been doing and how you built your brand was going yeah. up the road and then COVID shut you down and you didn't, you know, you you're you're focused more on selling apps and belts and you know, what we covered in our one show about the WWE stockholders, you know, it's, it's not going to translate. It's, uh, it's coming to a halt, a screeching halt. A real screeching halt. It's going to be a, they're going to have some come to Jesus moments (laughs) real soon. I am. I'm looking at the show at the Pfizer, at the end of next month, like I said, there's a lot of rings. There's a lot of ringside tickets. Like they got it, maybe 20, 25% of that place sold. Damn. And they're not, and they're not selling, they ain't gonna be selling a whole much more. I guarantee you know? they cancel. No, you know what? I, they so pro- I feel they like- probably won't they probably won't cancel because they're already gonna be on the road because they gotta do um because they're doing Chicago on that Monday for raw. So mm. they're probably gonna they're probably keeping because they're they're out, you know. Mm-hmm. And Raw looks like it's pretty full, except for in Chicago, except for the a lot, some parts of the upper level. So it'll look good on TV. But that crowd, that might be a Raw worth paying attention to. August second, that Chicago crowd is going. Oh, they will. They won't pull punches. They are going to kill them, dude. They are gonna lose their fucking mind. That might be one where. I set the old DVR and make sure I'm in front of TV at eight o'clock to to see the to see the fiasco and take that place taking that place over, dude, because it's gonna be a shit storm. So I love that idea, Charlie. Um, I'll raise you that and say maybe it makes sense uh, in support of field research that we <laughs> that we attend Monday Night Raw and maybe even get close to ringside. Um, because if there's booing to be done, I think we're the ones to do it, but that's just, Oh yeah. That's uh, yeah. yeah. I want to, I want to give it to Jackson Riker harder than he's ever, you know, felt it. Like I'm willing to organize a, a club like anti Jackson Riker club. And I would love to have, I have a feeling that when he comes out, he's going to get booed big time. Oh, he has to, I would hope he's going to get killed. dude. Put it this way. It's not like it was, you know, like, there's been times in the past when I think uh, Randy Orton said like um, all lives matter and stuff, even though, yep. you know, I don't like Randy Orton, but even he's kind of come around on things like black lives. Oh matter. yeah. But the point yep. being, the point I'm trying to make is it's not like somebody like Orton. That's like this huge personality. Nobody gave a shit about Riker before. So it's not yep. like, it's not like his awesome storyline is one out over this like racism and stuff. So it's like, Oh yeah. He, he's going to get just savage and he should. He should. Yeah, I mean, it's just some mid. He's like some upper Carter and TNA, and otherwise he hasn't done shit. Nope. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a total mess. 
Yeah, but that's just a crime that that guy still has a job and all these other yeah. people are getting fired. Yeah, makes no sense. So, um, getting back to tag team. Back to tag. Got... So back to tag team. Yes, <laughs> we're all. This is right. This is the, this back is to, called back, in the ring. Back yep. to the topic of the show. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to throw one out there. We're going to go back a little bit further, right at the turn of the millennium. Uh, around the year 2000, this may even have been partly 1999, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Uh, Degeneration X was huge, and I know on last, the last episode yeah. we talked a little bit about the New Age Outlaws, but there were oh. other tag teams that were made based off of DX, and one of those tag teams that gets lost with time is X-Pac and Kane. Uh, <laughs> they were a really interesting pairing around the turn of the millennium. Kane at the time was just known as being the Undertaker's brother. He didn't really have any personality except for just this emotionless, unstoppable machine. But once he got partnered with X-Pac, it really helped add this whole new side to his character. There was a little bit of comedy element with their act, but they were a really effective tag team. and The fans really loved it. So that was another one of those teams, I think, from the Attitude Era that often gets forgotten, but at the time was really great and they were hot. Yeah. I mean, how many people has Kane tagged with? Daniel He's won Bryan. the title with Oh, yeah. People. Mm-hmm. Didn't he tag with Jericho, too? Or Yeah, um, I think so. I don't know. I know Jericho uh, tagged with the Big Show at one point. Oh, um, okay. But the That's Big Show... I get confused. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And you're the right. Big Show also tagged with Kane. So there's, a li- there's almost like this by association, I think they may have tagged, right. but I'm not sure. Yeah, there'd be a wide-reaching web um, with Kane tags. I mean, notably, uh, you know, the Brothers of Destruction. I think we should mention them. I mean, that's a badass tag team. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Deny that. I mean, um, I think it was how many years ago? Five years ago when it was Survivor Series, when they last tagged. It was a cool little send-off, Kane and Undertaker. It wasn't the greatest match, but, you know they got the message across. I mean, whenever WWE tries, I guess, you know, I do pay attention and I have to like give a little golf clap to it. Um, But yeah, those two, two monsters of WWE doing, you know, synchronized tombstone prowl drivers and choke slams, you know, that'll get the people going. That'll Oh yeah. I'll get some asses in seats. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing that in the world of pro wrestling, there just happened to be two guys of similar size and stature, uh, with similar move sets and movements that they could pull off that act. Just so cool, and yeah. without it, pro wrestling would not be the same. True. Well, yeah, his uh, uh, Isaac Yankum gimmick doesn't go far. I don't know how far you With can a fake diesel. Dentist. Yeah. Oh yeah. What what. He was the fake diesel. He was the fake. Di- he was the fake diesel, and then some other dude was fake razor. And uh, yeah, yeah. So that was um, that was Kane. Really? Oh yeah. shit! I guess I missed that part of history. Did he, was he wearing a wig, or was that his actual hair? You think? I don't know because I don't know if Kane's hair was real. You know, because he like he was all right. part of the mask. I don't know. I, so I think in the early going. Um, it may have been his real hair because there was a point. I yeah, think I think in the beginning it was. Yeah, yeah. In the beginning it was. Um, but I think over time 
he may have cut it and then they started tying it in with the mask where it was a wig and a mask combination because yep. there was that moment where they unmasked Kane I think it was a stipulation as part of a match when he took it off and the hair came off with the wig so yeah mm-hmm. at that point for sure but before that I don't think so what an awful haircut he had to walk around in the airports with with half of his head shaved like having hair on top and then nothing in the back it had to have been so awkward Hopefully and they, they actually did that had, the night of the show they they've showed it on that um a and e show uh treasures of wrestling where they try to find kane's original mask and stuff like that it's a decent show i mean definitely watch it if you're a wrestling fan but uh yeah they they did find one of the masks and yeah hair was attached to it so the dude did have to grow his hair kind of funky Steve, was there somebody that you said you wanted to mention earlier? Uh, I do, yeah, from the 80s. Uh, I don't know. Charlie maybe has a shot at hearing these guys. And actually, um, you guys might have heard of him by another name, but do you guys remember the tag team Bad Company? Yeah, I think that's what they came out to, that song. But it yeah. was uh, Pat Tanaka and Paul Diamond. They were in the AWA. But I think they actually showed up in early ECW for a while. But um, original ECW or the WWE? I think original. No, the original. Oh, um, okay. But um, yeah, bad company. They were they were a good team. They, I mean, they won the AWA title. I think a couple times. But how you guys maybe have heard of them? Or they were these like? Do you remember the team in the w, WWE, uh, the Orient Express? Yeah, sure. So the Orient Express was Sato and Tanaka, and yeah. then something happened with Sato, and he was gone. And then they brought in Paul Diamond as this you know, Paul Diamond, this Croatian guy, as Kato, a masked uh, Asian character. And they so the second iteration of Orient Express was Bad Company, Pat Tanaka and Paul Diamond. But uh, yeah, no, they were just a good team, solid guys. They I think they had singles runs for a while, but um, they were fun. Um, there's probably like one other two, three people listening to the show that maybe heard of them. Otherwise, um, that was my guilty little pleasure from the 80s and 90s. Well, and if anything, Steve, we did just find our uh, closing outro music for this episode. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what they came out to, but I, I, I might be remembering that wrong because that was probably uh, they didn't do entrance music a whole lot back then. Yeah. Here's, here's one that I forgot about, too, that you guys will probably know, too. Uh, the Public Enemy. Oh, yeah. 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 Them, yeah, I said oh, it. Okay, it was cool. Rocco Rock and who? Flyboy yeah. Rocco Rock and uh, oh crap, Fly, what what's his name? Guy? Flyboy what? Yeah, let me look Rocco Ooh. Rock is, I think, passed away in his forties. But uh, Johnny Johnny Grunge. Johnny Grunge. Grunge. There it is. Yeah. Yep. Yo, so they brought out the table with like the X on it, and yeah. stuff. that used to get me going. When they used to yep. have matches against Harlem Heat and you know other jobbers on yep. WCW Saturday shows, like yeah, yep. funny I know story. You probably saw him on ECW though, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, I saw him there, and then I saw him when he came over. Funny story is I listened to Busted Open like a couple weeks ago. That the reason that the Dudleys became big is because those guys left and went to uh, WCW, yeah. so it kind of promoted the Dudley Boys to go from that goofy. Yeah. You know, Baba Ray used to stutter and they had just that goofy gimmick to get more, to be more tough asses and badasses that they became because of those guys leaving. It's like one door closed and the other one opened that probably yeah. one of the greatest tag teams of all time because of that. Cause you know, the public enemy was way over in uh, ECW. Yeah. You know, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they did kind of piggyback off of their gimmick with the tables. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was like a third dude in the Dudleys, wasn't there? I mean, it was Spike, but there was like a third big dude. Do you remember that? Mm. Uh, Yeah, his name was Big Dick Dudley. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it was. Yeah, Big Dick Dudley was right. It was obviously the little dude. I can't remember. He just said his name. Big Dick Big Dick Dudley and Joel Gertner. Well, well, well. You know, he was like their manager, talk, mouthpiece before like Bubba, Bubba started talking more, you know. But hey, yeah, it was good when, shit, dude. They were crazy, dude. They used oh, to get that crowd so fucking when they were oh, when yeah. they were heels and when it, they, they'd be fucking with that crowd so hard, bro. Oh, yeah. It when was, Bubba started talking, yeah, PCW shows and he would say stuff that could just, not be even on cable. Yeah, dude. He would go nuts, dude. Yeah. He would he as they say he would bring the heat, dude. He was he was a heat seeking missile for sure, dude. Nice. Big time. Very good. Um, right, would you say public enemy? I mean they were they were I feel like by the time they got to WCW, they were a they little watched. bit more like kind of a like comic relief. But yeah, in the ECW, yeah. they were edgier. It reminds yeah. me of um, yeah. most people remember the Bushwhackers, you know, and the, oh, w- yeah. and the WWE, I, they were like total comic relief, yeah. licking heads. But yeah. previously, they were Dude, like I, bloody, like they, they yeah. had blood feud, like nasty I real, matches. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I yeah. didn't realize that until like maybe a few weeks ago I heard it that these yeah. guys were like. Dude, they were fucking. They were. They, they were, were like badasses, dude. Before hardcore yep. was in, yeah, they had yep. some. Like, that's yep. why they had all. Even when they were like the happy-go-lucky guys in the WWE, they yeah, had like all the scars tissue. on their tissue. Yeah, the that's scar they tissue. Did before yeah. WWE. Yep, that was an easy. That was an easy work schedule for them, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, compared. I think another one that was um that was another I'm thinking in the ECW crates another a couple other good ones were uh. Sabu and, and Rob Van Dam tagged together for a while. Oh, dude. yeah. They were oh, really they good in ECW, yeah. I always bring up my boy, too. Uh, the gangsters with New Jack and Mustafa, when they came over, if they left Smoky, Route, Smoky Mountain, they were they were good, too. And then it, and New Jack obviously broke up on his own, but they were they were good there, too, man. You know? Most definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, they, those were monumental tag teams. Oh, yeah, Totally. How come no one's mentioned the nasty boys? Oh yeah, skags and boss knobs, knobs. I'm thinking knobs, of yeah. skags. Sorry, hey, that's a new one for me. How to botch names? Boss skags. I like it because I'm a big boss skags fan. I know so you are. I appreciate that. I think that's why uh, I did it. Yeah, the nasty boys. That they were fucking good. Uh, yep. That pit face wash. Oh, Ooh, so gross. That oh. got me every time. <laughs> speaking of uh things i'd like to stick my face in and around um there was a tag team in the early 2000s actually going back to attitude era wwe uh test was one of the pro wrestlers who <laughs> partnered up with <laughs> prince albert uh to form the tag team of tna uh, oh yeah, escorted yeah by trish stratus oh uh, is that what you want to stick your face under uh potentially um <laughs> if i wasn't was i wasn't going to be a married man soon i would wait what is that right, is that right matt if you're not going to be oh a married i thought man i soon? thought you were giving some breaking news there charlie no 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 that is that is a reason <laughs> yes charlie what's uh, that 
That is a reason. Yes. That's uh, the only reason. Yeah. And, and I think part of the gimmick at the time too, was if the other team lost, Albert would tattoo one of the wrestlers. He would carry this tattoo kit around with him. So every match these guys wrestled was kind of, the, there was always a stipulation kind of uh, just lingering where if something went wrong, somebody might end up with a tattoo, which to me at the time being younger, I was thinking, why would you wrestle these guys if you knew you were going to get permanently branded afterwards? But that was, that was yeah. old Matt not making sense of things. So. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how it works. No, you probably didn't even know what a Prince Albert was at that time. I probably did. not. Yeah. Yep, I was yep, I was older than you guys, so I definitely knew what they were what the, what the inside joke on that was. Do you think he's got one? Who knows, dude? I t- I didn't really I, I was in they're speaking of Prince Albert, dude. I was in Cancun back nineties and it was just debauchery back then, dude. They did these um crazy tours where you go off to the island, you'd be drinking on the boat, and fucking people would just be nude fucking yeah. dancing on the stage and a dude had a Prince Albert there, dude. Yep. It was crazy, dude. It was crazy. It was different I times. I would... Crazy. Well, first of all, Charlie, I would actually love to go on a booze cruise with you in the 90s because I think we would have a lot of fun. Uh, in Cancun, it was off the chain, bro. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> dude, I went I went to school with a girl who was in nursing school and she took an x-ray of a dude and... Uh, the dude unit like looked like a medieval weapon. He had like oh. like on there. It looked it's like a cr- fucking chainsaw. Yeah, it's crazy when you see that. It's like, oh my, you have to look. I don't even know. You don't look too long, but you have to look a few times. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look too long, but you have to look. This was this- before eight. This is before camera phones and stuff. I yeah, would this was like prove it. I mean, maybe she was just fucking around, but she wasn't the type of person that was like, hey, I, I'm not. Yeah. I, she's not a liar. Yeah. But I mean, if there was camera phones back then, I'd be like, you know, you're snapping that. But she said she described it. It was multiple levels. Yeah. Look like a medieval weapon. Yeah, it's, I believe it, dude. This is like I was like freaking out, dude. God, I was to be young again, man, to be young again. As I said on the Jungle Boy picture, oh, to yeah. be young oh, again. Oh my gosh, that's, that's some breaking be, news right there, to, isn't it? The old, the old saying. I was going to put in the text, but youth is wasted on the young, man. Yeah, youth is wasted on the young. You don't know what you got. <laughs> yeah. So breaking news, everybody who's listening that uh, doesn't follow Boy Myth Legend, aka Jungle Boy, who just wrestled Kenny Omega, wrestled a great match on AEW one hell of a match on Saturday. Uh, lost, but uh, he was a winner because yeah, exactly. later making and, up with Anna J, grabbing her ass. Yeah, uh, you know we all applauded it. He's, oh he's the real winner. Yeah, he's I. You know real. what? I um, I, I think highly of him enough that that doesn't bother me. Oh yeah, no, no. Uh, oh, you mean Anna Anna J or losing a Kenny? <laughs> not both but no oh. i mean it doesn't bother me that uh he's with anna jay because oh. uh, he seems like he's a good dude and you know he lost his father luke perry so he, he yeah. deserves happiness in life yeah oh he's oh he's got happiness in his life right now oh my god <laughs> no i like i like cole cabana saying oh she's recruiting for the dark order <laughs> i saw that's funny yeah <laughs> All right. Any other tag teams before we wrap it up this week, boys? I, think I, I got one more from the uh, 2000s. Um, 
Homicide and Hernandez, LAX. Oh, yeah, yeah. With Conan the, as their manager. And yeah, the original um, LAX, too, you know, mm-hmm. from the TNA days, they were badass, too. They were badass, yeah. Yeah, yeah big time. So th- that was big different time. than Santana and Ortiz? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were like the new LAX. There was like the originals with... Um, let me Google. I forget their names. Homicide um, and Hernandez. Yep, there you go. Yep, Homicide and Hernandez was like the big one, dude. He's big like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, it's so funny. Uh, homicides in Ring of Honor now. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And you know, yeah. I think I've seen Hernandez in Lucha Underground. I think they brought him I, in for a short time. I think they did. I think. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, and for those of you that watched AEW last week, I mean, I hear I just brought up a team from the two thousands where Conan was their manager, and he was like you know spitting fire every week and here fast forward 2021 and conan just fucking hits a promo out of the park uh last Dude. week it was so good yeah, did you see it yet did you guys watch it yet i did i did yeah. I, I was gonna text you guys today but i was um i was kind of busy but i thought i'd catch up with you and boys wow yeah. i'm so happy <laughs> for conan because you know, it, it's he's not the same Conan. Let's just be no. honest. Like, no, he's, he's like, like he had kidney issues and stuff. Yeah, I was yeah. amazed they COVID. laid him out. Yep. Yeah. I couldn't well, believe they like they they laid him out because I'm like, oh, I guess he can take bumps. <laughs> yeah. Dude, well, I think he pile driver. Yeah. He could have gotten really fucked up. Plus, he's heavier, so I mean, you know, yeah. he could have sunk down. He he was probably yeah. really hard to lift up for FTR, but um, you know, so he's he, only fifty seven though. He yeah. was like the Hulk Hogan in Mexico. Hogan. Yeah, he was. He and, was like at uh, soap operas and stuff. He was huge in his day. Oh yeah, he, he still runs like uh, some some shit down in Mexico. Yep. You know, the funniest thing too is he's not even Mexican; he's Cuban. That's right. Yeah, that's the funniest thing. Yeah. Learn something new here on Keep the Kayfabe. Every day, dude. Did I tell the story on on? Um... On the episode when I met Conan. Oh, you know another one. We, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and tell a story. Another, I thought of another tag team. Yeah, I don't about. think I've heard this. You never heard? I haven't. No, I haven't. Oh, I may man. have, but I don't think you've told the story on the podcast. No. Yep. Well, yeah. Uh, well, Conan. I, I mean, I grew up with WCW. I used to watch Thursday Night Thunder. You know, that's when Conan like was spotlighted a little. Oh, bit. Yeah. I mean, he was the man. I really yeah, just wolf gravitated pack. to wolf him. Yeah. yeah, I didn't really know his history until I got older and like read about him more. I just like instantly just really loved this guy. Um, I loved his his athleticism, like his, his look, his demeanor, promo, his look, yep. everything. Right. So I was a big fan. So I'm I work for the Milwaukee Admirals, uh, which is a farm team for the Nashville Predators NHL, um, where we eat. Um, like pregame meal is where talent eats pregame also. And the game that I was working that night, it was tribute to wrestling and they they have wrestlers in and uh, Conan was one of the wrestlers. And I'm like, Holy fuck. He's just, he's literally just a table away. And he's wearing like a Boston Celtics, like green windbreaker or something like that. You know, just Conan as fuck. Like he's just got great style on and off tv i'm like looking over there i'm i'm telling my guys that i'm eating dinner with uh that are on my crew i'm like yo this dude is like one of my faves like i gotta go say what's up he i he goes to the um soda machine and my my buddy jason he's like hey i think now's the time and i'm like you're right 
I just get up. I don't even know what I'm going to say. I just get up and I go over to him and I'm like, Hey man, I'm a big wrestling fan and I'm a big fan of you. Um, my name's Mike. And I, I just like drew a blank. I just started saying shit. Just like, yo, the, the recent stuff that you've just been doing with Rasa. Rasa. Yeah. Yeah. Like the stuff, what, what you did with WCW, obviously I'm a big fan of, but the recent stuff I tried to do like, you know, stuff relevant to the present, like the recent stuff that you did with Lucha underground was great and blah, blah, blah. And then we sat back down. That was it. But when he went and like, got up before we went out onto the ice to go work he gets up and he like taps me on the shoulder and he's like hey man be cool and then <laughs> away. So so i don't know if he was like a major dork or he's like hey man nice to meet you or like that's his way of saying nice to meet you like hey man yeah. be cool like keep being cool that was great yeah. and that's what's so great about him it's like i'm yeah. still like it's i'll never forget it I don't Two words and you were meant. like, like, yeah. I don't Be think that's cool. what he meant, but I'm pretty sure had he meant, hey man, you're kind of a dork. Be yeah. cool. <laughs> Calm down, dude. Don't be, such, don't, be such, don't be such a dork, dude. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> don't be such a mark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you guys ever listen to his? Some I didn't listen to the whole show. I listened to some of the clips on yeah. YouTube of him and Disco Show. Yes, I do. They keep called keeping it real. They keep it pretty real on there, which is it's in, yeah. you know it's it's a pretty good show it's a great you show know? yeah here's what i don't we, since we're talking about like current tag teams and blah 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 did you guys talk about uh ftr the revival no no yeah that's one of the, that one yeah that's one of the you know new modern good tag teams that you know totally you watch you watch their matches they were good even though these guys weren't the best workers though either also uh uh, Enzo and Big Cass, they had a great gimmick and were, and were over. One of the loudest pops and one of the That's true, one of the chants that you know the, of the modern guys that I did was that you can't touch, teach that or whatever, you know. Oh, so yeah, when were, that uh, mandolin, when that mandolin hit, yeah, oh, yeah, that was just yep. I mean, they were up. Oh, yeah, that's what it's all about, right? Yeah, well, and I mean. I've told the story here before that I like I despised them so much oh, for yeah. a long time as like why are people cheering these assholes? I could not stand them. And then I, I swear I was overnight one week. I'm like I, I'm like you know what these guys are fucking amazing. And I like oh yeah like it switched like a light in me that I was yeah. like I'm gonna just embrace this. And then like I was like quoting them with their you know as they're doing their catchphrases at home and like oh, I, yeah. they, they they wore me down. They oh, yeah. are they broke it, probably they broke it out. They were probably the most over tag team of the last five years without having oh, yeah. to actually do anything so, in the ring. With, yeah, without doing any great work in the ring. Right. Yeah. You know? And speaking of, so we just talked about Enzo and Chaos and FTR. You can't talk about those guys without mentioning DIY. Uh, Johnny they, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were. Yep. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Wow. You know who's another good one? I just saw it too. And I saw it. Um, uh, Eminem Morrison and. Um, Morrison and Johnny Mercury, Johnny Nitro. They and, were good. They won. The they were kind of, they had, yeah. yeah, they had kind of a good little gimmick with the check, you know. Well, and they, it's funny you mentioned that because there was somebody on my list that I forgot to mention, but uh, Paul London and uh, Brian Kendrick, they they, yep. they feuded with them a lot. They were a pretty solid tag team too. Yep. Oh, and Kendrick yeah. just retired in the last year, but he kind of wrapped up his career on Two Hundred Five Live. Oh, I yep. didn't realize he retired. Yeah, I think in the last yeah. Of course, it seems like they're probably doing away with 205 Live. So, 
Yeah, oh, yeah saw the got, writing on the wall. Oh yeah, they got their uh, their, their they they got cut down. Hey, another one. That, yeah, did you guys mention the APA on the last show? I think we did actually. Okay. If not, I actually had them on my list. Yep. Yeah, just briefly last show. Yeah. Oh, no, this, this, they're really not 2000. I'm sure you guys mentioned them, the Bulldogs. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they were fucking great. But if you watch that Davy Boy Smith, oh, um, what a prick. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Boy. Yeah, he, he, he's one of my favorite wrestlers. He was, I was in the bodybuilding at the time. He was so big, so oh, powerful. Yeah, he and, he was just, and he was just a great wrestler, too. You know, he was yeah. just fucking killer in the ring. But it shows you don't. You shouldn't find out about your he- quote-unquote heroes. Who was my hero, but one of my favorite wrestlers because he was just so good in the ring. You find out that they're pr- so such pricks in person. You know, I thought that I thought that dark side of the ring was one of the best, the better ones because I love that story with the them and uh, kid? yeah, the dynamite kid. Yeah, with um, I thought so too. Yeah, the Rujos. Yeah, the Rujos. That story was just that, that yeah. was great. Have you seen it yet, Matt? No, I haven't. I yeah, really definitely watch it. Caught up. Yeah, yeah, def- yeah. You got time because I think they're taking a break until September or October or something for the second part of the season. But yeah, yeah so it's 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 pretty good. I'd watch that one first. I still got to watch the second part of um, what's the dude's name? Pillman. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. Yeah. So, folks that are listening, we're gonna do a Dark Side of the Ring um, part one. Uh, like Charlie said, they're breaking it up into uh, two parts for their season three. We're going to do a little wrap up. So like Matt, rush to any way. Like if you need to rent a seven day trial of Sling or Hulu or whatever, just binge it. It is such good TV. You will love it. Or, or talk to Charlie, you know, <laughs> he's just, he's, I email him and he will yep. show you how to go. Um, but yeah. Uh, it's getting a little late now, and I wanted to make sure we set a, a, you know, more time for Charlie to talk about MSK. Oh yeah, no, I mean, I, I, maybe, I don't want to, I don't want to hold the show up. I could be here hours talking about I got a proposal. Guys. Maybe, maybe we should do a third week of tag teams. Next week, we should spend the whole time talking about oh, the, MSK. MSK. Yeah, just a breakdown of how they're going to be one. Yeah. how they have the potential to be the greatest tag team ever with their goofy eating popcorn gimmick and everything else, you know. They're going to be the newest day. The, 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 greatest, the main roster. The greatest tag team under 5'7 in height that'll, that'll ever be around. Yeah. <laughs> the, the greatest tag team under 160. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but you're right, Charlie. That Dynamite Kid Dark Side of the Ring episode was one it's of good. the It was entertaining. I was and like, oh, I- this was a really good episode, dude. I didn't know it. I didn't know how good it would be because I remember when we did our uh, Dark Side of the Ring episode, I asked you guys, like, what could the Dynamite Kid episode be about? And I, knew he had, I knew he had done some fucked up stuff. I knew he was in a wheelchair. Yeah. But I didn't know about his whole street wife. Fighting. What's that? Like street fighting for money? Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't know about fighting? all that stuff and getting beat Holy up fuck. early in his career. I, like all that. I didn't know all that stuff and him just being a total prick backstage and all that stuff right yeah it was i knew like, i knew it i knew 75 percent of the jacques Rougeau story no did you i, I, I never did, heard it i, did, I never know i've heard it because i know they've talked about it on other podcasts and i actually heard an interview with him years ago i think it was on like piper or 
um, Flair's podcast back in the day, but I didn't know the whole part about, I didn't remember it about like where he basically dropped that line to Dino Bravo. And then I like, yeah, that effed up dynamite kid where he was like, like, he like scared for his life. And like, yeah, he he's family and everything. Like, well, he deserved it, dude. He totally deserved it. Yeah. Whatever he got on that deal, he deserved it. Cause he was, he was a total prick. There was no reason to cheap shot him. No. You know, at all. We'll have to file that part under the extras. For yeah, for sure. I'd watch that one first, Matt. Watch that one first. You'll yeah. like it a lot. Yeah, it's really good. Yes. Awesome, boys. Did well, you, oh, speaking of, hang on. Did you guys watch that Nick Gage one? Yeah. No, I that's the find, only one I didn't. I didn't. You, it's okay. I didn't find that that, that entertaining because some of that yeah. wrestling's a little too junky for me, and his story is not that. It's sad, but it's not. Mm. That yeah. interesting, you know. Yeah. I know Scott Cigar Shop Scott likes him a lot, but I'm like, not yeah. my guy, <laughs> you know. Not, that's not my cup of tea, and it's yeah. like, not like I sympathize with it either because yeah. you know there's choices his, in life. Yeah, him and his especially him and his girlfriend, they look like he just like if they didn't smoke meth right before that show, <laughs> they were they were gonna do it immediately after. <laughs> well, and any money that he earned was going to drugs anyway. So oh it's, yeah, like, dude, it's a, it's a total it's, story of a drug addict, alcoholic that he's it's just fucked up, dude. It's just it's just it's, it's just fucked up, dude. It's, it's a it's a dumpster fire in yeah, a, totally. in, a, in a tire fire. Yep, <laughs> and, <laughs> and they took some gas, like just a gallon of gasoline, and just threw it on top of the fire, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for uh, part two of tag teams. It was really great sitting back and, uh, you know, catching up with you boys after a week off. It's been awesome. And uh, actually I ran into a guy that was listening to uh, the podcast down in Florida when I was down there and he actually what? submitted promo of the week. He oh, what? What? And he was like, Hey, I heard of you guys. And Damn. That's he crazy. Showed, he showed me this uh, this promo. Uh, I forget his I, name. I can't wait to hear uh, it. It's uh, Mean Gene and uh, the Great Kamala. Oh, oh this one's so good. good. This one's yeah. good. This I one's like, great. And I told yep. the young man, I was like, thank you. I'm totally going to bring this back to Milwaukee. Tell it to the boys. And uh, you know what? Let's just go ahead and give a listen right now. I wonder if you could get him to put this. I know. Is that that means I missed interviews in St. Louis? Right. Is that what that means, Friday? That that he missed interviews in St. Louis when he should have been there? It was on the booking sheet. He missed interviews. <laughs> come here. No, I'm not kidding. Come here, Friday. Come here. Come on in here. Friday, uh, you're kayfabe. Come here. Right, sure. You speak of the language. Uh, Kamala, what's this shit about uh, you missing uh, interviews in St. Louis? I want I want an honest answer here. I'm going to confront you. I'm just like, uh, what's his name, Walter Cron- Cron- Cronkite. Uh, I don't speak English, and I can't read English, so I missed the interview. Yeah, well, that, uh, I thought we had it, though. It was written up uh, in Swahili by James Barnett. I thought you would have got the goddamn message. This is ridiculous. When you're supposed to be in St. Louis for interviews, what the hell are you doing sitting on your ass in some goddamn hotel over in Ipswich, Illinois? 
uh, I'd do a little funky funky. Oh, okay. That's a very good. That's, that's real good. Okay. Good. Yes. We're going to be right back after this. Thank you, Kamala. And good Friday. Little piece of wrestling history right there, guys. You can't beat that. That mean gene. No, mean gene. Mean gene going toe to toe with the Ugandan headhunter. Breaking character and everything. Man, that Kamala had the gift of the gab, didn't he? <laughs> right. <laughs> he did what he had to do. Yeah. God rest his soul. Yes. He's got an all-time break. Start, yep. Got to start coming on shows on time, dude. <laughs> Well, and Mean Gene, too. I mean, God rest his soul, too. Two, two legends that are no longer with us, and uh, they will live on in memory. Yeah. Just like here so, on Keep the K-Fit. Yeah. Amen to that. Amen to that, brother. Yep. Awesome. Well, very good, boys. Well, this was a lot of fun. Uh, remember to keep uh, following us on Instagram and Facebook, getting updates when our new episodes are going to be dropped uh follow us on instagram at keep the kayfabe for all great wrestling memes and wrestling news and uh boys i i ran into a gentleman and he said i'm really bored this week i don't know what to do i'm in like the doldrums of the summer my wife's out of town i don't know what to do and i was like yo dude you're like nick Nick cage will be back I, I told him, I was like, hey, man, if you do three things, stay hungry, stay humble, and stay hard. Did he go, Triple H! <laughs> Triple H! Oh, I'm going to Charlie's back. <laughs> Peace. Peace. If I think about you, I think about love.